Bible Treasures Topic 4 Bible Meditation Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast Praise God for all the corrective teaching we received through the series of talks in this particular telecast When we receive so much of corrective teaching there is always a danger that we must be aware of You know when these truths are expounded to us from God's holy word we can very easily give a mental assent we will just nod our heads yes yes that's right that's right what he says is right but we may fail to apply it in our actual life situation we are warned against this particular danger in book of james first chapter we we'll read to you verses 22 to verse 25 be doers of the word not hearers only deceiving yourselves if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror he observes himself goes away immediately forgets what kind of man he was but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and he is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the word this one will be blessed in what he does in other words the bible is compared to a mirror we all look at the mirror in the morning when we just do our makeup or our hair do let me just illustrate i am looking at the mirror before i come for a tv program like this but i should realize whatever this mirror also shows as my defects and there is a wrinkle in my throat and so much of depressions all over baldness is increasing if i forget it i may think that when i just walk out i am the most handsome person in the whole world but on the other hand if i remember what i have seen if i keep it in my mind then i will be level headed Now that's exactly what the bible is. It's a mirror. It doesn't tell any lie. It just tells you exactly what you are, especially it exposes your defects. After exposing the defects, the bible does not go any further. Then the homework become our own. What do we do? We forget it. in this passage twice or thrice it says forgetful 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 if you are forgetful you will not be fruitful so beloved do review all these lessons you have learned in the series of these talks then only you will be a blessed man in whatever you do how not to meditate number 1 do not neglect any portion of the scriptures number 2 do not rush through your meditation number 3 do not be lazy or casual in bible study number 4 do not depend solely on your intellect number 5 do not ignore the context of the bible text and number 6 do not place experiences above the bible Last week we considered the seventh lesson do not probe into the secret things. We'll move to lesson number 8 today. 
Do not neglect prayer life. Once again, do not neglect prayer life. People spend lot of time in Bible study. Very little, very negligible time in prayer. Another group of people, they spend lot of time in prayer. Too little time in Bible study. This extreme must be avoided. There must be a healthy balance of both these exercises. I want you to turn with us to the book of Nehemiah's ninth chapter. There is a beautiful balance that is laid out for us. We know God used Ezra and Nehemiah for the restoration of the lost blessings to the people of God. The walls of Jerusalem were broken down. And Ezra was a religious leader and Nehemiah was a civil leader. God used both of them to restore all that people had lost. The walls of Jerusalem were rebuilt. A huge gathering was there on the day of celebration. How did they just respond to what God has done to them? The third verse. They stood up in their place and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for one-fourth of the day. And for another fourth they confessed and worshipped the Lord their God. There is a very interesting thing that I want to bring out if you very closely look at that passage. If you calculate a day from sunrise to sunset, one-fourth of the day was three hours. Or if it is sunset to sunset, it is 24 hours, one-fourth of the day would be six hours. So whether it is sunrise to sunset or sunset to sunset, the truth is very clear. They equidistributed their time between the word and worship. As much as they listened to God, the same time they allotted to talking to God also. It was like a two-way traffic. It was a conversational experience with God. Now you may think that this is only for a corporate or collective group. How about when we go on with this exercise at individual? There is a classic example in the life of Daniel. Ninth chapter. Read to you verses 2 and 3. Now these are the very words of Daniel himself as a testimony. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord. That was a time of meditation of God's word. And when you come to verse 3, Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make request by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Are you able to see something interesting? One leads to the other. He listened to God and in response now he begins to talk to God. That is why I often encourage people to be on their knees when they meditate the Holy Word. Most of us know George Muller of Bristol in England. Great man of faith. And he lived in the 18th century. He lived for about 93 years. Many times people interviewed him about his unusual faith. Huge ministry of feeding orphans. 
even indirectly he would not give a hint for his financial needs in the last minute no 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 the last second the answer would come for their needs please read his biography wherever you can get that book people asked him a question what is the secret of this gift of faith you have he said i don't claim to have a gift of faith but i have read the bible again and again and again and again in my life he said on my knees alone i have read the bible 48 times beloved here lies a great truth for every one of us every one of us listening to this telecast to understand if it is only study we will dry up you know we will be filled with empty theories and then we will die with headaches that is why apostle paul said knowledge puffs up that is not a healthy christian life so if you only study 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 you will dry up on the same time if you neglect study and only pray 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 you will blow up. there will be spurious revelations that will be flooding you you know there are some preachers who go on 40 days of fasting i come to know that first thing i do is lord keep him safe from any spurious revelations because i have watched many preachers after 40 days coming out with highly questionable revelations how did it happen during those 40 days of fasting they were worshiping and praising and praying without having sufficient intake of god's holy word but on the other hand take the lord jesus christ before he started his public ministry he fasted for 40 days and at the end of that he was pretty hungry and the devil wanted to take advantage of his physical hunger and challenge him with a temptation you have been fasting now it is time for you to have a good meal it's a very legitimate logical thing to do what did jesus say man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god in other words i was fasting but i was not starving i was feeding and i was feasting on the word that was coming out of the mouth of my father god i was actually feasting so beloved as much time you spend in prayer make sure that you get also fully bible saturated as much as you are going for bible study make sure that you maintain a spirit of prayer so there will be prayer saturation very interesting illustration when the disciples were going to emmaus met with jesus christ after his resurrection please turn with us to luke's gospel 24th chapter and we read to you verse 27 here they were in the company of jesus christ they did not identify and recognize who it was very sensible and scriptural that man was speaking to him verse 27 
Moses, that is beginning with the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament. Then all through the prophets, then all the scriptures, things concerning himself, he expounded unto them. Wonderful synopsis of the whole Bible. Jesus himself, beginning with Genesis, all through Malachi, he himself was explaining things concerning himself as it is recorded and as it is written in the Bible. It would have been a very thrilling experience, isn't it? And they said, come and stay with us. In that context, in that atmosphere, when Jesus expounded the scriptures to them, and what was the result? Later on, they recollected all that happened. You know what they said? When he explained the scriptures to us, did not our hearts burn within us? That will exactly be your experience and my experience if we prayer saturate our Bible study. There was a little young boy praying in a forest. You know what he was praying? Lower one foot lord, lower one foot lord, lower one foot lord. A pastor was watching what he was doing. When he got up from prayer, he asked, little boy, what were you praying for? The boy said, I was praying for my daddy. My daddy knows the Bible cover to cover. But in everything is head knowledge. Praying, Lord, lower one foot and bring it to his heart. Whatever you have in your head will come to your heart by prayer. Head knowledge will become heart experience if your Bible study is prayer saturating. I want to share a personal testimony. I don't try to be legalistic about 50-50. That is not how I do on a daily basis. Days and weeks I go on extended periods of study. Then I go for a week or two of extended periods of prayer. One thing I do very carefully, when I try to go into an important subject study or a topical study, I make sure that I maintain the glow of that prayerful atmosphere all through me. Most of the important doctrines and biblical truths I studied when I was a student. I'll take a Bible, plain notebook, bottle of water, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock I'll go to a forest, and then I'll stay there till evening 5 o'clock. I'll be just pouring myself into the study of God's word. When I don't understand a passage, I'll kneel down, I'll cry unto God, Lord, I don't understand this, why there is a contradiction, why it looks somewhat different. All these questions, because I'm in the forest, nobody cares, I'll just speak to my Lord. Beloved, I want to tell you, most of my biblical understanding is the result of this kind of Bible study alone with God in a prayerful atmosphere. If you feel dry in your spiritual life in spite of regular Bible reading, go for a season of intensified prayer. On the other hand, if you feel weak, in your Christian, your spiritual life, go for a rich intake through biblical meditation. Now these are like two wings for a Christian's flight. How not to meditate? 
Do not neglect prayer life. Shall we pray? Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the practical exhortations and lessons we receive from your word about studying your word. As much as we sit down and read your word, help us, O oh God, to kneel down and to listen to you and talk to you. On a daily basis, O oh God, we plead with you that you grant each of us that rich experience of the disciples of our hearts burning within us by the fire of your word. O oh God, we thank you for all these practical lessons we receive from your holy word. Once again, we bless you for your holy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.